Welcome back to another episode of Man vs. Marriage. It is I, your humble servant, the cute dog in the Moran family studio, rolling out a solo podcast. How you like me now? That's right. I'm glad you tuned in. And uh, this episode's not going to be an easy one. And it's not going to be an easy one because it's talking about life. It's talking about life and the value of the impact that you make when you're alive. And that is a very important topic. All right, men? That's a very important topic. And I'm here to talk to you about that today because Jeannie's grandpa passed away a couple days ago. And then think anytime somebody passes away in your life, there's a sobering moment. Go through a list of questions. You know, many of us do. You go through a list of questions. Did I do this enough? Did I do that enough? Did I express this enough? Did it did COVID get in the way? Did the pandemic, you know, prevent me from being there to physically physically communicate, articulate, and display my love for certain people. Um, any number of questions that you can go through, and then you have to go through that grieving and mourning process. And it's a season for everything. And what I want to bring to you today is to say, look, top, stop and take a step back and look at your life and what you value. Look at what you value. I, I know we're all out there hustling and I am the worst. And that's why I'm just kind of exposing myself today on this podcast in a very vulnerable way. I am the worst at letting work get the better of my life, of taking my time, consuming my time, because there are times when I run afraid that if I don't do enough, I might lose my livelihood. And it is my responsibility to provide for my home. That's the dynamic that we've decided. It's my responsibility to to go earn it. It's Jeannie's responsibility to burn it. That's a very, you know, joking way to say it. But you're trading dollars for time. I'm trading dollars for time. And when somebody in your life passes away, when somebody in my life passes away, I have to stop and think because it is so sobering to say, is what I'm doing, is what I'm trading my time for, is it worth the value? Now, look, I'll just be candid. I would love to be able to be an at-home dad because I believe it would benefit my family but more than anything, it'll benefit my future because Jeannie and I have children with autism that are going to live with us for the rest of our lives. And I say it that way in particular because I don't want to say for the rest of their lives that actually for the rest of our lives. Save a miracle. I'm a man of faith, but save a miracle. They're going to be with us for the rest of our lives. And you know I'm a forward thinker. You know I'm a futuristic type thinker. And I, I look at the challenges and the struggles that we have right now. And I'm looking at what kind of quality of life Jeannie and I are going to have. What, what quality of life are our children going to have? And if I were here, I could support her so much better from a structural 
structural and regiment standpoint to be able to you know get a more rigid routine for my children with autism because they thrive where there's more structure and 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 rigid routine they know what to expect they get they become used to they they start to count on the things that they um expect on a daily basis and when you change something for them and for anybody with autism as a matter of fact it is very shocking to the system so you know in a, in a perfect world that would that would be what i would endeavor to do i would i would definitely just set it up that way um and that's not to say that i don't love my career i'm i'm in the position that i set out 20 uh one and a half years ago i set out to achieve the goal um for the position in this career that i have so i have achieved the goal you know and i and going on 4 years now i've been working in that and it's very fulfilling it's extremely challenging it it's something that uh i feel like i i thrive in you know it it has its own set of difficulties and it has its own set of challenges and i thoroughly enjoy the challenge it shows me what i'm made of it reinforces a lot of time a lot of times what i believe i'm made of and who i say that i am and so i don't want to take anything away from that i'm just solely looking at it as a husband and a, as a father to say what's my future going to look like and that's a long way to get around to saying am i trading is 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 the time i'm trading for dollars valuable in the sense that is it making the right impact in and with my family i've told y'all for you know a year now that my goal my endeavor is to be family famous and there has been this thing you know in my life previously and i've gone through all kinds of cycles and circles and it's like at one point in my life if i was not a pastor i could not live with myself i had to be a pastor that came and gone, and then I got to the point where I was like, wait a minute. I look at you know, a lot of pastors and the time that they had to sacrifice for their own family, and it's like they say if they could do something over again, they would have spent more time with their family. And then there was a time where I had to be a football coach because you know I love football. It's more than just a game. It represents life. And then I listened uh, to football coaches that I admire when they got towards the end of their career. And the common theme was like that of a pastor. And it's like, if I could do it over again, you know, or if, if I could have done anything more, I wished I would have spent more time with my family. And that made a major impact on me, especially when I was trying to become a pastor and I was coaching football and I was working full time. And I was trying to create a t-shirt company and so on and so forth. And then my family was like, we just need you. It's not about all the money you're bringing in. We need you. And there is no substitute for time. You can't create any more time. It's a, it's a non-renewable currency. You can't make any more. So the thing is, is that when somebody and your life passes away, you just wonder, did I make an impression 
like he or she did? Did I spend the right amount of time with he or she? Did I communicate my appreciation? Did I I show my love and appreciation for that individual? And am I showing my love and appreciation for the individuals in my life? Or am I allowing life to pass me by? I think it's great that we celebrate people's lives after they've passed, but why wait? Why wait to celebrate the lives of those you love? It's great to commemorate. It's great to honor and appreciate. But why not do it while they're still alive and you're together on this earth? And I don't know if you've ever heard the term of preaching to the choir. That's what I'm doing to myself right now. I'm preaching to the choir. Because I'm, I'm, I'm standing in the choir. I'm preaching to myself. I'm speaking to myself that I've got to look at the time that I'm spending in any activity, even this podcast, and ensuring that I'm giving the right amount of time and value to my family. Because that will last. Those memories, those things that I do, that legacy that I leave, the relationships that I build are going to far outlast the money or the possessions that I leave behind. I'm not trying to bring the mood down in this sort of you know, morbid way, but it's sobering when people in your life pass. And none of us, none of us are promised another second. We're not even promised 10 seconds from now. Life is an absolute gift for us and how we live it. And how are you choosing to live it as a man. I'm going to tell you, I got stuck in the cycle a couple days ago on my way to work just thinking of, of how I'm not good enough. And it started spilling over into my career, this podcast, my relationship, the things that I'm just not great at yet. And it started spiraling out of control and I had to stop myself. I had to flip the script. And say, no, but you are good enough. You are enough for these things. Because you have to remember what's in your heart. What are you made of? What do you stand for? And those are the things you're endeavoring to do. And I'm telling you, if I bear my soul, I just want to be a better father for Hunter and connect with that guy. I want to connect with my oldest son. And we so often right now are on opposite sides of the planet. I don't know if it would be any different if he didn't have autism. I only know what is. And I'm gone for like 12 hours a day. And this guy gets a few minutes of my time every day. And it's breaking my heart because I want to develop a relationship with my son. My son who has deep seated resentment towards me his dad i want i'm i'm working so hard to try to change that and that's one of those things that just gets me into the cycle of you are not enough you are not doing enough even though my heart is to do all i can so i just want to ask you about life and about value I'm here to tell you, no matter what you're going through, that this life is better 
because you are here, dude. It's better because you are here. And no matter what capacity you're in right now, you mean the world to people in this world. So if you're stuck in that cycle of, I'm not good enough or I need to do more. Hey, maybe you do need to do some more. That's for you to step back and evaluate what are you doing? What does your family deserve? What does your wife deserve? And then for us as men to step up and to be all we can and to do those valve checks, have those hard talks, air that dirty laundry Air your grievances with your spouse and say, I want to be better. How am I doing? How can I get better? How can I be with, how can I be a better father to our children? How can I be a better husband to you? And then allowing yourself to soak in those answers. And it it can be a sticky slope. Especially if you and your wife are not in a good place because maybe when she's talking, it could be out of a place of frustration or resentment. But the episodes prior to this are what help you chip away at those things so that you can redefine what your marriage is and you can redefine what your relationship is about. What's the value of a moment for you? What's the value of making memories with your family? Don't for one second think I'm sitting here saying you're not. Remember, I'm preaching to the choir. I'm in the choir. So take the philosophy, eat the meat, spit out the bones. If this isn't for you, then it's another podcast to make sure that that it's iron sharpening iron, that you are doing the things that you set out to do. What is that value in making memories? What's the value in making those relationships Life is short. Money, fame, fortune, etc. I I am sure it's all great. I'll let you know when I get there, if it's great. But life is so short, are you making that lasting impact on the people that are most dear to you, which should be and must be your family? Now, there's a group of people within the country where I live in the USA who make incredible sacrifices days, weeks, and months. They leave their families behind to go and protect our freedom around the world. And they don't necessarily have that beautiful opportunity like I do to come home every day to my family. So while there are some hardships with the time that I'm trading, I still need to make sure I have the right perspective to be thankful for what I have and then endeavor to improve that. So I would like for you to look over these things in your life and think of some folks that you haven't called for a while that you used to be close to and reach out to them. Reach out to them and remind them that you love them you appreciate them, and that you're thinking of them. And then evaluate where you are in your life and your relationships and make some decisions about how you spend your time and where you place your value. 
And if everything's in line, dude, I admire you. If everything's not in line and you acknowledge it, I admire you. Life's not only about who you are, but remember it's about who you are becoming. So I'm here to challenge you to look at these areas in your life. Understand this is coming. This message is coming out after there's been a death in our family. So maybe it's, I'm just a little sensitive to the situation right now, but look at these things. Make a decision and put your best foot forward and let me know how we can help you. Ah, there's my time. Time is up. I hope you had I hope you had a good time listening to this particular episode. You know the Q Dog loves you. If you haven't already, you can send us an email, coach at manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Check out the website, manversusmarriagepodcast.com. Get in touch with me and let me know how you're doing. Get in touch with me. Hey, I just want to throw a quick shout out to a listener. And uh, he's a great dude. Listener Pete. We actually got to uh, meet up, spend some time together, um, reintroduce our families to one another because it's been so long since they've seen each other. People have grown. Children are now looking like adults and some are adults. It was a great time spending time with your family. Thank you for the feedback on the podcast. Thank you for listening. I hope to have you on the show sometime so the audience can meet you. Pete, it was great. I hope all is well. Fellas, go out there and get him. For Quincy Moran, a.k.a. the Q-Dog, this is Man Versus Marriage.